Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of CJ and the Duke. As always, I am your host, Robert, the Duke Fedoric, and with me is my other host, Corey, CJ Wesley. All right, what do we got today? Today, Robert, you are the guest. Moi? I don't know what that means, but yes. I was hanging out, <laughs> I was hanging out with a bunch of French people this week. So there you go. Well, I hear you were also hanging out in Vegas this week. I was in Vegas. Is that what the topic of the show is today? That is the topic of the show. We're talking about Vegas and what happens in Vegas. It will not stay in Vegas because this it will stay on the show today. Way too big to stay in Vegas. <laughs> so tell us why you were in Vegas, actually. I had, for the first time in my 12-year ServiceNow career, the opportunity to attend a sales kickoff. Sales kickoff? What's mm-hmm. sales kickoff? Um, you may have also heard it called SCO. That's what the SCO stands for, ServiceNow oh, okay. Sales Kickoff. All right. And sales kickoff, you got to think of it like a ServiceNow knowledge, but between the ServiceNow sales team and the partner ecosystem. So the partner ecosystems are still kind of the sponsors and the, the people with the booths, but the event is kind of like a knowledge just for their sales team. Ah, so they flip the script and... The partners are exhibiting for ServiceNow who are now the visitors. Correct. The attendees. And I'd say it's a little bit more interactive than that because all the keynotes are basically for the sales team and the partner ecosystem. But then the breakout, well, I, I guess even the breakout sessions are accessible to partners as well. But definitely the expo hall is all about the partners and the partners trying to get their offerings into the minds and hearts of the ServiceNow sales teams. Oh, so they're trying to woo the sales team to say, pick me and put me in your deck. So when you go and talk to the customer, you... Yeah, well, yeah. And... I like to say that the partner ecosystem is very, very helpful to ServiceNow, but how do you get the different flavors of help into the minds of the sales reps? And so kind of like one big event where all the different partners can do that. And certainly not all the partners were there. There's thousands of partners, but those willing to put their money where their mouth is, you know, Vivid Charts included. Do you have to be a sponsor to attend SKO? That's a really interesting question. I have no idea. We sponsored and we, we certainly attended. Well, there's a sponsorship. A sponsorship gets you a booth of various sizes, depending on how much you sponsor. But then there's also a pass that you can get. But I'm not sure if you have to sponsor to get the pass. So with VividCharts being an elite tech partner and you being a member of VividCharts, obviously, can you tell me where you saw the value in the sponsorship? So we got the smaller size booth. And so that's about, that ran us about 17K. And really easy in our world, that's like one deal right? And we can get one deal out of it. You recoup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess another really good advantage for Vivid Charts is the fact that they are a tech partner and not a services partner. So for us, there was a lot of intangible benefit from coming to SKO. It's not just a matter of, I mean, because there's no clients there, right? You've basically right. got to get people that get the clients. And so on top of being able to connect with a load of ServiceNow reps and kind of bring our value proposition to them. For us, the intangible benefit was connecting with the partner ecosystem and finding partners that understood our value prop can see that glaring ragged gap in their own customers' experiences and wanting to join forces with us. So there'll be some news on that in the near future, but for us, it was totally worth the money. And I would say if you're not, like if you're a tech partner and you're on the fence, like really just like how many would you have to sell 
to get to that 17,000 mark? And then what partners do you know that are going? And the math's pretty easy. But I say uh, it was it was well worth the experience for me, uh, especially not being a seasoned salesperson. Gotcha. Well, that sounds pretty interesting. On a slight tangent, can you talk about the difference between a tech partner and a services partner? Yeah, well, tech partners are those who would build apps on the app store. You think about Nuvolo is a great example. It's the companies that say, I'm going to build fill in the blank management on the ServiceNow platform, and I'm going to sell that via the store. Those are tech partners. Services partners are your more, your professional services. Hey, we'll do an ITBM implementation. We'll do an ITSM implementation. Those are your services partners. Roger that. Well, full disclosure, my company TechVoyant is actually a tech partner as well. Good for you, uh, so man. I can't wait to see your stuff. Coming soon. Coming soon to a, <laughs> a ServiceNow store near you. From So from my perspective, right, I've never been to an SKL. So uh-huh. I'm living vicariously through you here. But I've been to a ton of knowledges, uh-huh. right? So as a guy who is passionate about the product and who loves the ecosystem and gets re-energized whenever mm-hmm. he engages in May at knowledge, Tell me how SKO compares to that energy and that electricity. Well, let's just let's start off with the scale of it, okay? SKO 2020 was as big or bigger than Knowledge 13, just by like rough eyeballing it. Wow. Like I went to the keynote and it was basically in a, in a stadium in the Mandalay Bay and I c- you couldn't believe the amount of people there. I can't say for certain on the energy just because this is my first SKO. Okay. But this was this had a certain amount of like the the novel energy. Like you remember the the the, the first knowledges, right? Where yep. nobody really knew about service. Now the word was out, and you could see like the rocket ship was just speeding up. I think today everybody is still kind of like, "Hey, has it crested yet?" When right. you go to knowledge, right? Is this as big as it's going to get? Right. This SKO felt very much like the secret isn't even out yet. Oh wow! <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, wow. The numbers that. The numbers that the sales team and Bill McDermott were putting out were just ridiculous. And wow. you know me, man, I've been the prophet of the industry for a while, right? Like Absolutely. I've always been the guy who says, no, no, it's bigger than you think. It's even yes. bigger than you think. And I've been saying that to ServiceNow for a long time. Yes. And then Bill McDermott walks on stage and is just like, $500 billion. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I could just imagine your head exploding like, finally, somebody's listening. Somebody's telling me? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was that kind of energy. And I think we'll get to this later into the cast, but Bill McDermott, wow, man. Just wow. So yeah, energy-wise, love this. If they're all like this, I'm going every year, whether I'm a partner or not. It was really upbeat. Lots of just, you could just smell opportunity in the air. I'll tell you, you've convinced me to go next year already. Like I have could have gone the last few, you know, I, when reading about it, it didn't seem like it was a, something that would, would hold my interest. It felt, it felt very salesy from, right. from reading about it. It does not sound at all very salesy from the way you describe it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like it is very salesy, but it's, it's, this is kind of like you and I understand this, but I think, Sometimes it's it's harder, right? Some people say I'm picking sales or I'm picking technology, right. and the, the SKO for me really took the two together. Like, why bother building something cool, techie, if nobody's going to buy it? Absolutely, it, it, right? And or, and nobody's going to buy it unless somebody's selling it, and yep. nobody's going to sell it unless they know how to sell it, right? Which requires a specific product knowledge, but B 
specific sales knowledge. And so for me, I felt like, you know, an adult in a kindergarten in terms of like the basics of sales. Um, And so I was just completely gooning out, getting all that knowledge. But I can see how this brings all the worlds together. And if I wasn't wheeling and dealing with, you know, trying to make deals with partners while I was there, they basically have a full on, it's basically like a knowledge but for sales related content. And so okay. all the breakout sessions you want on the specifics of how to sell various things in service now or sales in general. So if you want to amp up your sales game, and I think everybody should, like I everybody agree. should, it's totally worth it to go. I, I don't know the mechanics and like how just an average Joe could go, but just it's worth investigating for personal development at the very least. You know, I, I think this is some is a topic we'll cover uh, more in depth in a future podcast, but there is a definite business side to ServiceNow. I, I, you and I have, have historically been more on the independent side of the ServiceNow ecosystem. So we mm-hmm. have, you know, navigated that business side as well as the technical side and it, it's a you have to right there's no choice when you're independent right. you have to you kill what you, you eat what you kill right yeah and so you have to know to go out you know have to know out how to go out and and talk to folks and land that business and then expand you know your footprint when you get inside you know like, like i said we'll talk well i think we'll get into this uh a lot deeper on a future podcast, but it's interesting that you brought that up. Yeah. Can I just say one thing on that though? Like, yeah, absolutely. like we, we have it both easier and hard in that respect. I mean, it just I've rewind my life a few months back to my indie days, but you know, we had to sell, we had to engage, we had to hunt what we killed to eat, but yeah. we only had to scale that to one. True. And so other thing SKO taught me was companies have to think really hard about how do I get 4,000 people to sell optimally? None of this happens by accident. You know, it's not just 4,000 people with their own separate pitches and ways of selling and whatnot. There's room for variation in the industry, but what really like clinched it for me was you got to come down to like that, that what's your main value prop? What's the problem you're solving? How do you articulate it? How can you get into those conversations? And it's kind of something I could say months ago, but I didn't really understand until I got to SKO. It takes mammoth, insane amounts of effort to get those people talking on the same wavelength. Part of the reason they have SKO SKO at all, I imagine. Like, let's pack a room with like 150 ServiceNow sales reps and teach them what's the main conversation that gets you selling CSM. Which, by the way, CSM is Bill McDermott at, at his keynote said, that's the next ServiceNow billion dollar product. And wow. they're even they're incentivizing their they're incentivizing their sales teams really powerfully to get that sold too. They have like a one point five multiplier on it in terms oh, of wow. relief. Yeah, it's but you'd never know that at knowledge. They don't say that kind of stuff. But to see the numbers that they're assuming and, and looking at their total addressable market numbers that they're throwing out is just Bill even said it himself. He said, We haven't even started yet. You know, that's that's good to hear, right? As someone who's invested his career and, you know, potentially, you know, retirement maybe mm-hmm. in, in this ecosystem is good to hear when the company says we haven't even started yet or we see such outsized projections still on the horizon. We've we've got so much more we can do. There's so much more out there and, you know, our opportunity is limitless. When you hear that as someone who's invested, you know, 10 years in the ecosystem, 
and to know that there's still 10, 15, 20, maybe more years in it, that's what you want to hear, especially as a, as an independent guy. So what you've done for me in that last answer is, is told me that if you're an independent, you should be at SKL. You should figure it out. I don't know what it costs or how, you know, how it's going to work with your client, client load or what have you, but you should squirrel that money away if you have to, and you should make your way there just so that you can brush up on your ability to sell to your clients. And your clients could be anyone. Sometimes they're partners, sometimes they're in customers. But ultimately, being able to sell more effectively benefits you as an independent services professional, as well as it would uh, a partner who is um, selling a, a tech solution or even pr providing uh, professional services on a more massive scale. So with that in mind, though, do you think there's a benefit for a more technical person just to attend? Not someone like, you know, uh, like me, who's an independent in the ecosystem, but someone who maybe is more into the corporate aspect of it. More into the technical aspect of it? Yeah, more te more technical, more software developer, you know, the, the, the person yeah. who you, you know would show up in knowledge. And I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. Okay. Like I have a vested interest in knowing how to sell, right? I, my, my role at Vivid Charts is not ex exclusively technical. Well, right. I mean, the technical is probably the lesser part of it now, come to think of it. So if you're just like a person who wants to do the dev work and nothing but, it might not be the conference for you. Right. It might not be. Okay. But I think it's definitely in the interests of tech partners to uh, consider coming to SKO. And it definitely, you definitely have to have people at your organization that can, that can have a foot in both pools. Somebody who can stand in front of a customer and say, and transition from kind of the sales conversation right to the tech conversation. One thing that shocked me was like, you'll talk to the reps, but they'll also have their SEs. So I had reps that didn't hit my booth, but they had tons of SEs that hit my booth. And these guys were, you know, they're there to kick, kick some tires. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And so they had, they asked some, you know, some pretty compelling questions. Yeah. And they're going to, and they're going to roll their knowledge up to their sales guy. Yep. Right. Who's exactly. going to use it yeah. to, you know, to sell to the customer. Yeah. See, so. I, 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 yeah, I can't make the decision for like individual delivery players, but I'm saying if you're, the, if you're an organization, if you're representing the organization, bring one of those people with you. <laughs> uh, if you're going to SKO, cause right. there's going to be some tough questions. Gotcha. That's a, that's a very good, that's a very good point. We, uh, you briefly touched on, on the new CEO, Bill McDermott. Tell me what you think about him. I had that dude completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the first LinkedIn post, like Bill McDermott takes over as CEO. And uh, it's like, he was at SAP for how long? Right. There's no way that guy's got anything interesting to say. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Yeah, he's like, probably oh some God, SAP stuffy quiet by the numbers like he won't understand the spirit of service now but yeah. let me let me tell you let me tell every cj and the duke listener out there bill mcdermott is service now wow if that's you, high praise Robert. yeah if you cut bill mcdermott open it will bleed out the john donahoe service now rebranding colors like it is <laughs> <laughs> He came out, well, first of all, Knowledge hasn't even seen an intro like Bill McDermott at SKO. It was like full-on movie trailer music and light show and licensed rock music. It was... Did he come down from the rafters? No, no, no. They had a big piece of wall open up and the fog rolled out and then he walked out of the fog and, you know, everybody was cheering like crazy. It was a big production. 
Uh, you know, it was all show and flash and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. So he came out and he's, so first of all, he's way more animated than the pictures of him look. Okay. You know, moves fast and dynamically. He's got this New York accent and um, I'll, I'll just say it like he is he, service. Now the corporation and their entire partner ecosystem has not seen a person that can articulate ServiceNow's value, the size of its addressable market, how they're going to get there in an exciting way as Bill McDermott has. He is wow. sing- like without question the single best speaker for ServiceNow that the space has ever seen, probably ever will see. And, so, so, and I'm going to get the Torch and Pitchfork, Pitchfork Brigade ready here. Just hold on. <laughs> You're going down with me. I include Fred in that list. So I'm just going to say, you said the single person. And when, single, when you yeah. when you said single person, I immediately thought thought Fred Luddy. And, and I, I'm here to tell you, at Knowledge, <laughs> like I go to Knowledge just so I can hear Fred speak, right? Fred and yeah. Pat, like those to me, like everybody else is, I won't say that they're irrelevant, but you know, th- those presentations are okay. But hearing Fred and hearing Pat speak are actually why, you know, I sit down in those, in those chairs, you know, after being in, you know, hungover in Vegas. So... <laughs> For you to say that Bill McDermott is the single most single person who is who he's, he's is qualified speaker, yeah. to represent and speak on behalf of ServiceNow, even above and beyond Fred Luddy, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to dive into that. Uh, I will. And, and and before you dive into that, uh-huh. guys, please, please, please hold the torches, hold the pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll um, give him a chance here. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize about it. I, 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 I love down. Fred. You know, I love Fred. Fred has changed the trajectory of my life. I love the man. I, I, I can't imagine this is what he was thinking when he envisioned service now. I'll bet he was thinking, this is probably going to be like a billion dollar company, yeah. right? In his wildest yeah. dream. Yeah. And that's like... Bill McDermott's it, it's so far beyond this, the scale at which Bill thinks that they can get service now just I think dwarfs what anybody has thought right okay. like Fred's got that he's kind of like Uncle Fred right and he's got right. the great technical answers and really inspirational because he's changed the trajectory of so many people's lives he really understands the problem he's going to solve but in terms of like the company service now and how big it's going to get and how long it's going to get I don't know if Fred imagined that it could get this big. And if he did imagine it could get this big, he wasn't articulating that it, a, that it could and b how they would get there. Bill McDermott walks on stage and he's talking for 10 minutes. And I'll tell you what, six months ago, I'd wake up in cold sweat night because I had a bad dream that Microsoft bought service now right. or, or some other boring monolith bought service now. And right. then all this work we've done over the past 12 years is going to roll up under some senior director who doesn't give a d- um, <laughs> you know, get a shut your mouth, and then it's just gonna be like, oh, we're gonna lose all the spirit. Bill McDermott right. walked on stage ten minutes later. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. By the time Bill is done here, uh, we'll do the buying. Thank you very much. So you know. that's a, you. You said the spirit. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to want to zoom in on that for for a second, right? Because I I consider the spirit to be the mission of the company, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the mission, the spirit is, is the drive, it's the vision, it's the passion, it's that founding idea and everything that kind of springs forth from it. And typically, that's embodied in the founder. And Fred's the founder, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like that 
while he was there in that in that c-suite mm-hmm. you know he was driving that mission and he held it and the company was the embodiment of his mission his will his spirit no doubt and after he left i feel like that that mission and that spirit kind of started to live a, a bit below the c-suite kind of like in the in the minds and and, and, and actions of someone mm-hmm. like pat casey for example yeah well, that's a th- tough question to answer because I don't want to neg Pat Casey either, right? Right. Um, I, I, we always get real cold and capitalistic about it, right? Shareholder value, Bill McDermott is the avatar of shareholder value for ServiceNow. I should probably go buy stock. Um, yeah, you just said that. And I just thought about it. Yeah. So um, I, yeah. I should probably go buy a few. <laughs> I was I flew into SKO going, gosh, how really, how are they going to get to $10 billion? And like- 10 billion is chump change. Bill McDermott's <laughs> 10 billion. So you're looking at 100 yeah, like, now. That's the appetizer, right? Right. <laughs> Let's get some steak. Um, okay. He's, like, I hope they taped it. I hope it becomes publicly available because you just don't know until you see it. The absolute confidence that A, these numbers are right. B, we're positioned to get them. And C, here's the steps we're going to take to get them. So we talked about like, they still have that whole platform of platforms workflow to make work easier. They still have all that messaging. He also, he told this funny story. He's like, he's out golfing with, uh, what's his name from, uh, JP Morgan chase. Uh, okay. Uh, Jamie diamond. Yeah. He's like Jamie diamond and out or we're out golfing or whatever at a cocktail party or something, whatever, whatever those things, those people do. Right. <laughs> um, is, that, is that like that, uh, that, uh, <laughs> underground, uh, wine cave or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we were racing our golden yachts and, <laughs> <laughs> and so Jamie asks him, so what is it that service now does? And then Bill's like, I make work flow <laughs> nice and everybody's like oh i like that yeah I and like then he, did, he did this kind of like self-deprecating thing and he kind of shrugged his shoulders like that was, that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and so he's just he's so relatable oh god i love knowledge right um right. but there's that certain like they try and have fun with it they try and be relatable but then you you can see sometimes that this the is cringe. effort it's effort, right? It's effort yeah. to be relatable. And Jamie Dimon's just out. He's just being him. It, it almost felt like it wasn't yeah, scripted. I'm, really I, I'm sure I'm sure they wouldn't have let him on stage unscripted, but it felt yeah. unscripted. And he was just go, go, go. Yeah. So I'm I'm a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent Bill McDermott guy. Totally so, had him wrong. If he's listening to this, sorry I got you wrong. You make a way better CEO than me. Um, <laughs> just stick with it i don't care what the other people say <laughs> that is high praise coming from you robert <laughs> uh, so, my dreams, huh? so i i don't know if you're if you've ever watched a, a steve jobs keynote would if you have would you say that this is evocative of the same level of feeling that you would get from a steve jobs keynote back in the day wow that's a great question i think i've seen bits and pieces of steve jobs keynotes in the early days when his audiences were like especially specifically engineering types yeah um yeah. so i haven't seen like a, a kind of a sales keynote i'd say bill is just far more animated Whereas Jobs had that kind of reservate, like he'd say profound things, but he'd say them quietly and slowly. Right. Bill McDermott's like, 
Oh, for those of you in the back, grab a megaphone. $500 billion! <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or whatever the number is. Right. But Bill doesn't want you to, like, sagely scratch your t- chin and, you know, mm, yes, yeah, excellent okay. opportunity, $400 billion. No, he wants, wants you amped and excited yes, about it. Yes, amped and excited. And he had his salespeople there. And winning as a team, that was the theme. Okay. I'm not starting a rap battle with you, brother. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so that, that messaging was really good too like he was he was basically kind of saying that he's like i you know bill mcdermott i'm gonna come into the trenches with you and help you sell to this level and you know we're a team meaning not we the sales team at service now he's like we're the team the partner ecosystem and service now to get to this big number Right. That I felt was a different tone, a uniquely different tone. And that set the the keynote to go into stuff like making things easier. I really don't I really don't know how much I'm allowed to say because he did say this one thing. He's like, hey, we're all grown ups here. We're having a family discussion. Don't take this outside the family, which was an odd thing to say to four thousand people. But <laughs> yeah, one would think. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm not I don't know truthfully like what I'm allowed to say specific. So there's some things I'm gonna deliberately leave out. And now my train of thought just totally went off the rails. Yeah, no worries. That's uh, uh yeah so we see okay well here's the I'll give you a hint, okay? Quote unquote, a lot of very important things are gonna get way simpler. And he listed some of those things and the crowd cheered, like unanimously, partners, sales reps, all cheering it in. So for those of you who are really astute at putting two and two together, uh, go ahead and do that. The news is going to come down the pipe. It's not going to be a secret for very long, but I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of salespeople, partners, and customers that are going to be really happy that really important things are going to get easier. That's good to know. <laughs> it's a great teaser. So when, when things start to get better, we'll... We'll say, well, Robert said so. Yeah, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, you know, a couple more things before we wrap up today, Robert. I know we're going a little bit, uh, a little bit long today, but I think it's worth it for the topic. So, what would your key takeaways from SKO come down to? The key takeaways for me are that ServiceNow has struck gold with their CEO selection. Like, I, like clearly, all the CEOs had their thing that they brought that made the magic happen, right? Right. But I think with the McDermott in service now, that's kind of like a once in a generation kind of combination that's going to be more than the sum of its parts, you know, in, okay. at an order of magnitude more than the other CEOs have had. Sounds that- like service now found CEO market like product market fit for the yeah. ceo whatever whatever fred brought to this ecosystem bill mcdermott is going to bring to service now okay the thing about it at that scale so that okay. was my one takeaway my other takeaway is just a little bit like working smarter to build vivid charts i just learned a bunch of tactics and or, or rather the stuff that i had known word wise are now in my heart and are now becoming more instinctual like there's good ways to sell product and then there's way better ways to sell product and i learned a lot about that at sko okay i guess another key takeaway for me was it doesn't really matter unless you can sell it and so coming up with a sales plan is pivotal and what does that look like no 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 no. Um, say say that again say that that first sentence again it doesn't really matter unless you can sell it yeah that one (laughs) Yeah, because that is incredibly important. I I wanted you to emphasize that because 
it doesn't really it doesn't matter if you can so you can be the world's best at anything if you can't get anybody to buy it it doesn't matter yeah and and i guess more like concretely there's going to be changes in the ServiceNow ecosystem because of bill's leadership that are going to make the sales a lot easier so that the growth will come and so the, the specifics of that are going to emerge but I was rolling with some high rolling salespeople and it was like being on the sides of the conversations he was having with the older generation of service. Now sales reps, something I heard more than once is the quote sales is back. Okay. And I found that kind of profound. Like I can just compare Donahoe had a lot that he brought to the company. He did some like pretty critical things. I think the rebranding was a stroke of genius simplifying that message, breaking it down to like three workflows instead of that, that massive catalog of products. Yeah. But if I think about corporate wise, what he was doing for service now was he was really bringing it into an HR company, right? Both in terms of the HR product messaging, but also this idea like service now is an awesome team to work for. And you know what I mean? Do you get that impression too? Like it was kind of more about, Hey, what kind of company is service now like? inside what kind of people compose it right how do you fit into that picture right i didn't know what was missing in that until i heard some of these these older sales reps say sales is back and it was like the bill mcdermott message is we are here to grow to an immense size and we're going to do it by selling awesome products without shame you know what i mean like we we built awesome products and we're here to sell those products and And we're doing that because the stuff we sell to the customers inspires them with confidence and wants us to do more. That's kind of a really long way to articulate it. But that subtext message that, you know, old timer to old timer, sales is back. Okay. Sales is back. I like it. I mean, some would argue argue it never left, but. (laughs) (laughs) But to hear that is back to me gives me a bit of heart in terms of expectations in the, in the ecosystem and planning and foresight and, and, and how it's all going to play out. Right. Yeah. It sounds to me like ServiceNow is really looking to drive for the ecosystem. And I I don't know a a good way to say this other than to take it over. And I think they already own it right there to me, the already, already the best product in the space category of one. Right. Right. Yeah. But I feel like that's not enough anymore. Right. It's like it, it yeah. to me, it is instead of sitting back on the laurels, like saying sales is back is to me saying, let's, let's, we've, we've won this vertical. Let's win yeah. a few others. Yeah. And to me, it's just, I'm stopping, I'm stopping the obsession with the 10 billion number. And right. now I'm thinking about at what size do we stop being the buyout target and we start becoming the buyer of big companies. I got one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be probably the most controversial question of any I've asked you today. So I hear there's a new pricing model again. Uh huh. Tell me about it. A lot of things are going to be a lot easier in the future. Uh, <laughs> duly noted. <laughs> duly noted. All right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll wrap up on that. I think this was a, a great show. Very informative. I feel like I was at SKO to talking to you. Um, it feels like it is the place to be if you are, have a particular set of skills or a particular role in the industry. 
And it sounds like you would you would highly encourage someone, everyone to uh, attend next year. If what do you think? Yeah, I'd say so. Is if if you're anywhere within the realm of sales, definitely go. More importantly, though, I think there's a lot of valuable information at SKO, and you can't just contain that within your sales teams. So if you're a partner that goes to SKO, get your team together and tell them all this stuff. Inspire them. Help them learn. I, I just don't take it as something the sales team does. It's an ecosystem thing. It's different than knowledge, but there's tons of useful information there, tons of inspiring information there. So we'll wrap up there. I'm Corey CJ Wesley. And I'm Robert the Duke Fedoric. And this has been another episode of CJ and the Duke. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.